0: And welcome back to another episode of JP and the Beans Talk.
1: Let's go. Here we are. There's a good energy in the gym on account of our presence. We're here. Yes. We're ready to rip. We took last week off. We did.
0: We uh, we had to we had to, we had to readjust.
1: Well, housekeeping sesh. Yes. Is great.
0: Yes, we had to um, evaluate where we wanted to go. Places. Yes. Places. Places. Things
1: yeah you're gonna see some new stuff coming oh my goodness we're gonna try some new things new fresh a little,
0: a little bit of dabble a little bit of here and get
1: the same us right which is really what you want right a little right. bit of salt a little bit of pepper a little bit of seasoning
0: a little bit of cin- cinnamon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a little bit of stuff like that
1: yeah i was reading a cooking book the other day and evidently one of the just fundamental ways to make food better this just makes sense more salt more butter more heat Okay, makes sense. Yeah, makes right? sense.
0: Butter makes everything better. It does. That's it, why they rhyme. It really does.
1: Better butter. Why you would want to like when given the option? Let's say you're let's say you're crafting a baked good, right? And the ingredient list calls for butter. Why would you substitute something for butter? Listen, when my when my wife makes exquisitely delicious baked goods, I know it's because there is nothing but bad for me things inside of them. Correct. But they're so.
0: Good, that's it just point. makes
1: sense. Right, that's the point. Here's, We're going to go on a couple of riffs, okay? Love it. couple of riffs. I love riffing. Small rant by me, and we're going to riff on this. <laughs> Why on earth, and how on earth has this even happened in this day and age of morbid obesity that we have desserts that are occasionally marketed as, not occasionally, often marketed as, well, this is good for you. Okay, time out. If I'm eating a dessert, I'm expecting clogged veins. <laughs> like don't try and don't try and just pull the wool over my eyes here. If you're eating dessert, it's not supposed to be good for you. It's supposed to be delicious and fattening. That's no, I, it. I get it. So what what are we doing here? Trying to make desserts healthy. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Don't do that. Make it as unhealthy and consequently delicious as humanly possible unfortunately there are people that don't have our self control well
0: and that's who those are made for are the people who don't
1: have that self control but if they oh, if you're eating that look in the mirror all right reevaluate things you need to make a different decision if you're eating a healthy cookie put it down Walk away. That's not a cookie. That's a wafer. That's not a cookie, right? You've it's been fooled. Your time, your money, your valuable eating efforts have been wasted. Psych. It's a rice cake. That's right. You go, you go to Cold Stone and you get some real thick ice cream. Oh, I love ice and cream. And just just embrace it. I love just ice cream. Just savor it for so a while. How, who doesn't? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? We're on, we're kind of on the tail end of prime ice cream season in the summer, but. Let's be real. Ice cream is a -a 12-month-a-year dessert. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You can't put a cap on ice cream. Oh, 100%. No, absolutely cannot. 100%. Absolutely cannot. Well, we're thrilled to be here. We're thrilled to, to rip through a series of new segments for you. We have been blessed, of course, with an absolute abundance of fresh movies and TV shows, of which will always still be a critical part of your favorite JP and the Beans Talk episodes. But we're excited to pump out more content throughout the week in addition to the regular bi-weekly podcast full-length episodes that the dozens of you that are committed listeners have come to rely upon and enjoy. Let's go. We appreciate all of you that are out there that are sticking with us. We love you. We're going to keep working hard for you. So with that being said, I had a thought today. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yes. And my thought is... Which villain, okay, or perhaps a different character, but I'm, I'm going to try and keep it in the lane of villain here, all right? Okay. If you were a superhero, would you just get the most joy out of just smoking, vanquishing them? So put yourselves in a hero's shoes. You have this adversary that is just pestering, beating the heck out of you, giving you... More trouble than they possibly you ever thought was possible. Which would you get the most satisfaction out of? I got him. I beat him down. It's over. Who, which, and along with that, therefore, which hero would you be? Right, because that's that's really a two part question. Which hero would you be, and which villain would you just smoke? Okay, so here's a question: Is this
0: out of? Yep. Flesh it out. Is this out of feeling like, or is this out of like competition? So, like, they're a very, like, I'm this is, a very, this is a
1: very emotional response. So, for example, I would never pick myself as a particular MCU hero to defeat or vanquish Thanos. Right? Like, he's not a—he's a great villain. He's an outstanding villain. But I wouldn't find any, like, emotional satisfaction over taking that son of a gun down. Okay, so I have two takes. Great.
0: Okay. So, first one that I would just find pure enjoyment out. Yeah. Um, Beating the Batman, okay? And fighting somebody along the lines of, like, the Polka Dot Man or (laughs) the Condiment King because they're just stupid and ridiculous (laughs) and, like, beating... (laughs) Just weed them out.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Beating them senseless. in the Like, all his Polka Dots are gone when I'm done. Like, that just seems really satisfying to me. Because it's... It's As Batman, you go in there, you're like, well, I know I'm going to win this, <laughs> right? Like you see him and you're like, this guy's going to go down. Sure, sure. His name is Crazy Quilt. He's going down. This is going to be easy peasy. I could have
1: sent... It's upsetting that it's real, right? It's upsetting that this quote unquote villain even exists. Yeah. It's just like, time out. This, this, this is wrong. This, this is, is wrong what you chose to be? Yep. yep. So for
0: me, it would be like, no. oh, that'd be so satisfying. it would be like, you're... Cause it's out of annoyance. Like you're, you're, I get that. you're squashing a right. bug, a mosquito that's been like sucking the blood out of your life. Nobody
1: likes mosquitoes. Everybody can relate to
0: that taking and you're, a mosquito down. And you're like oh my. Friend. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But from like an emotional, like crazy level, mm-hmm. probably Spider-Man, Green Goblin. That's a great
1: answer. Green yes. Goblin
0: was like the perfect like emotional tie to Spider-Man.
1: Yep. Like the amount of damage he is. Inflicted upon Spider Man and not his personal life, right? Personally, yeah, right, no question. So that's and that was my answer as well. That's my answer as well. I think a close second, honestly, and this is more comic related than movie related, would probably be Thor, like I would be Thor, and just taking Loki out, right? Because in the comics, like I, I delight in what the movies have done where they've made Loki. More of an anti-hero. That's great. It's been worthwhile. I've enjoyed that path for him in the movies and his subsequent TV show. In the comics, he's just a turd. He's a dick. Yeah, just a yeah, He's a dick. (laughs) Mosquito's the great analogy for it. So just to squish that mosquito and just be like, you know what? Someone else. Anybody but this guy, right? Anybody but this guy who's waving the same flag of, well, I'm smarter than Thor I deserve to be king. All this insecure nonsense. If I was Thor, I would just take great delight in taking Mjolnir, squishing the bug, and being like, Let, "Let's just move on. Come on, give me someone new. Enough of this. Right. Enough of this. Because it can't be a villain that, like, for instance,
0: it would never be the Joker. No. Because you don't. You you lose. Even when you win, you lose. So you can't have a guy like that. Yep. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, a green album
1: by far. Right. The Joker wants in a weird and twisted way wants oh Batman to to break that rule to go too far. So you don't really uh, win. Yeah. Although nine yeah. times out of ten, like his Rogues gallery
0: would probably be very satisfying. Like the Riddler being like, Oh,
1: yep, yep, you don't have to yep. tell me another riddle. Yep. Oh,
0: thank God. Yeah. Clue master, oh, here's a clue. Go to prison.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've been at if you can tell I've been a little angsty. And so this, that's where this thought kind of hey. <laughs> just came up like, who, who could I just squish? I just need to squish something right now. Just hey. need to. You've been angsty. <laughs> I've been angsty too. It's okay. Let the angst flow. <laughs> I've been angsty too. <laughs> All these things. All these things. Okay. Great intro topic. Love that. So we're going to hit on a number of segments during this fantastic episode for you. Um one of which you teased really well earlier in the week on the social medias the costume
0: of the week. Oh, I didn't post that yet.
1: You have Oh, you haven't posted that. yet? Uh-uh, oh, I haven't posted it yet. Bless you. I
0: was going to re I was going to refilm it. Oh, I just I just did I that can't video. I believe
1: it's only been an internal I I feel so honored.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I sent, to share this with the people. I sent that to three people. Okay. Because I wanted to do a test video. Fair. I want to make sure Fair. that the format worked. Sure. And that the pictures worked. Yep. I sent that yep. to you. I sent it to our boy Danny O'Manny. Let's go. And I sent it to Soul.
1: Danny O'Manny hashtag Molecule Man. Right.
0: I sent it to those three people. I yes. said, okay.
1: What What are the thoughts? Okay. Yes. Well, without further ado, let's dive into it. You're picking a costume. First of all, it'll be called. Super suit Sundays. Thank you. Literation
0: on purpose. Yes, because it's fun to say. It is, and yes, we are picking one alternate costume. Delicious. I like super suit better than costume because it sounds like it's a Halloween party, and I, mm, mm, we're no, okay. we're going with super. It's good suits. to draw that
1: line of demarcation. We are right. coming up on the Halloween season. This isn't for child. This isn't
0: child's play.
1: Sure, I'm
0: super suits. So, the idea is to present. Mm -hmm. A super suit. Yes. Okay. Discuss said super suit. Right. And then um, I think I'm going to, like, I'm trying to think of how I want to do it. Because, like, Marvel has their Marvel Legends. Right. And DC has their action figure line as well. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know if it would be cool. I, I don't know if I want to plug that or not. I think you can do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate that if I want to. So that's still in the works. But the first one will be. In Amazing Spider-Man 7 and 8 in the current run with Zeb Wells. K Zeb. Um, Norman Osborn is gifting Spidey a suit. Yes. I don't know along the lines of what or why. Okay. But this suit, let me tell you what this suit has. Because it's it's very Goblin-inspired, so it's kind of weird. Shocker. Shocker. Yeah.
1: Also, um, what the flip? Like, how is Norman Osborn actually giving Spider-Man anything? Couldn't I, it. I'm just going to, again, another little rant here. Spider-Man deserves better. Like, for as great of a comics character as he has been in his past, when did we last get a Spider-Man-worthy comic run in the present? It's been a piece. It's been a while. I I can't think of a single one. I can't think of a single one that has even been referenced to me. Like, in Team Ups, okay, sure, he'll still appear in Avengers... Style events, but the dude should be having outstanding solo runs on the regular. And right. to my knowledge, it's been uh, it's been a long time. Riles, like freaking Thor, has had a better comics run than Spider-Man of late. Thor, it's fair. That's not supposed to happen. It's fair. Get it together, Spidey. So anyway, Spider so Norman gives him a suit because sure. Why not? Green Goblin's hooking you up with a suit. Come on, man.
0: Right, right. And so this suit has um, a spider glider. Oh, don't do that. A spider glider? Yeah, he has a glider that he can That's control so with his web. Let's just see.
1: I hate that. You got your webs for a reason. Um, Get off the glider. He has um, egg bombs. Which disgusting. essentially disgusting, they make spider babies, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. Jeez. Little
0: little little spider Jeez. little spider drones. No. I'm not even making that oh, up. My uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Egg bomb belt can release thousands of baby nano spiders. No. And it looks like it's a digital mask. Um and then yeah, he's got some crazy cool shoulder pads that just everyone loves talking about. And, and a satchel. No.
1: He has the freaking goblin satchel. Right. And uh, and the glider can also work. Nobody drives the glider straight into it, a ginormous tree. Right into a tree. A huge friggin' sequoia. Like, are you kidding me? The glider also works as a jetpack. There's no sequoias, I guess, on the East Coast where Spider-Man is... Okay, pick a skyscraper and just fly into it. Come on, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well,
0: I know how Jordan feels That's about this. That's how I this. feel about it. Disgusted.
1: <laughs> Disgusted. This is rock bottom for Spider-Man as a comic book character. His suit is now the Green Goblin suit. Everything about it is ruined. That's terrible. Okay, That's terrible. That's like, hey, Batman, here's the deal. Okay, we know black has been your color for a while. That's been your shade. Here's purple and green. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that the Joker's cut? Co- well, LOL, it's hilarious. Also, start carrying around a gun that says bang, except instead of bang, it says bat.
0: Well have you have you seen the Batman Zurin R suit? No. The purple and red and the yellow? Zur R. What's Zur R? It's like Is
1: ba- this an alternate universe thing?
0: Uh mm, not quite. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> so they recently brought that back, and uh the premise of Batman Zur R is yep. um he's pretty much locked away the Bruce Wayne parts and oh, his noggin. Sure. And just goes full Batman, just so he's a little bit so he's a little bit more unhinged. Sure. sure. Um, but it, the suit's like purple, red, and yellow.
1: Okay. Disgusting. Don't do it. Don't do it. I weep for Spider-Man. What a great character. What an outstanding history. And here we are. This is it. This is rock bottom. 2022, September 1. Spider-Man hit rock bottom. Surely it can only go up from here. Or can it get worse? We'll have to monitor this situation. Well,
0: they also did announce that uh, no. <laughs> that uh, Norman Osborn is going to take a shot at being a hero. Ah. Uh. Nope, but he's not the Green no. Goblin anymore. No. <laughs> what are they doing? Um, he's uh, out of ideas. That's what that is. That's
1: that's just piss poor. <laughs> He is. A, I want to make sure I get this. I no patience for these shenanigans. Do better. You're paid professionals to come up with original stories. This is not original. Spider babies and those spider bombs. I will a say satchel. I will say that
0: is disgusting.
1: That's gross. Nothing
0: creeps me out more than that.
1: No, no. A bomb that explodes and just dispenses spiders. That's horrible.
0: Yes. He's going by um the the gold goblin.
1: Mm. Nope, no no <laughs> no it's ridiculous it's ridiculous outrageous how do you feel about it i've expressed my opinion very strongly very firmly
0: i mean i think it's a little ridiculous
1: i you know what i don't mind the like Ugh. i don't mind the glider as
0: much honestly the egg the egg bombs creep me out dude that creeps me out. Like, honestly— I
1: can't, I can't stand the glider. Like, you've got the webs. That's part of what makes Spider-Man so unique. He doesn't need a jet pack. He doesn't need a flying suit. He has the webs. That's how he gets from A to B. That's part of what makes him such an evasive, difficult to hit when you're the opponent. He, he's incredibly, incredibly fluid, pun intended. So, love the webs. A glider. Bro,
0: imagine being like Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, wreaking havoc, right? Sure. And Spider-Man just drops an egg. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, what's this? Is uh-huh. this a bomb? Uh-huh. And then a bunch of spiders come out. I w- I'd piss my pants.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would piss my pants. Game over.
1: Yeah. Oh, I Surrender need a diaper. Immediately. Surrender immediately.
0: Right. I'd be like, what is this?
1: <sighs> okay. Well, so there's the super suit. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable! And I thought I was gonna rant tonight. Unbelievable! I think you got me beat. Nah, <laughs> uh, we'll get you there. We'll get you there.
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if I
1: know what's getting. Bright. All right, so there's our super suit for the week. Sorry, Spider Man, but currently you suck. I do will. better, bud. Yes. So go ahead and look up that suit. Um, just mm-hmm. no. I think they
0: call it the Osborne suit. So
1: terrible, terrible. Yeah. Hey, speaking of things that are terrible, just a little general news segment here for us. Uh in a not at all stunning bit of news. The D C movie slate has once again been delayed, been pushed back. So psych thought you were getting Black Adam soon. Black Adam's still coming out in October, is he not? Wait a minute. Is it really? Okay. I think Bla- okay. I Black Okay. Black think- Adam's safe. I think Black Adam's safe I'm th- in a dark place currently. I, I think
0: the only- <laughs> I think the only ones that got moved back. You're right. You're right. Are Shazam and Aquaman. So I think Shazam got moved from December to March. Right. And I think Aquaman got moved from March to
1: June or July. Am I right? You're right. Black Adam is still October 21, which we're happy with. Uh, The Flash, allegedly, coming out in June of 2023.
0: Cancel it. Continue.
1: I, I, yeah. Cancel it. Continue. I. I'm. We're still calling our shot here. I think we're on the same page, right? Cancel like, it. It's not. It's not coming out. It's not actually coming out. Um, the real bummer was the Shazam movie getting delayed from this calendar year, pushed all the way into into next year. Is that it was, March? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. March of March of 2022. Yes. Yeah. You mean 23? Uh, I'm sorry. Did I say 2022? You did. I did. It's okay. I did. I forgive you. Thank you. Yeah. So that's that's a real in my opinion, a real bummer. Actually, you know what? Hang on a not second. Not surprising though. But the way that this is going. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It, it's just and we don't need to get down to the exact dates other than come on.
0: This boat already has a lot of holes in it. It's there's oh. we've been taking on water for quite a while. Quite it's amazing sometime. we're still
1: afloat. Quite some time. It's I don't know what else to say other than freaking woof. How how on earth is this still so sloppy, so tough, so hard to just be able to embrace? I mean, you want to get excited about it. You want to just express some genuine enthusiasm, but they make it hard on us, Riles. Yes, they do. They make it hard on us. Yes, they do. I'm still looking forward to seeing the Black Adam movie. Still looking forward to seeing the Shazam movie. Oh, we're going to Black Adam. Yep. Aquaman. Of course. Yes. But man, it's, it's just grim after that. Just really grim. So we won't dwell on that. DC, come on. Do better. You can't do much worse. Just look at Spider-Man and his freaking satchel.
0: I Don't do think, the
1: satchel. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did not think that was gonna rev you up. Oh, it did. <laughs> but it did. Alright, good super suit of the week. Let's let's transition hopefully hopefully into something positive. A little callback here. I'd like to bring back some positive vibes, and then we'll get negative again, don't worry, but some positive vibes on something that was awesome, that we enjoyed from a movie from the not-too-distant past, and on this week's podcast, we want to call back to the original Avengers movie, and there's a lot of awesome things we could pull from that movie, so many great things. But what I wanted to highlight in particular was the freaking Hulk in that movie. We hit on this a little bit in a previous podcast, but what we got of the Hulk in the original Avengers movie was incredible. Absolute scene-stealing stuff from his fight with Thor, which was great, ripped the helicarrier to shreds, to his battle in New York, where he's just kicking Chitari tail left and right. But for me, the highlight of the Hulkdom in that movie, outside of the action, of course, is how they just crushed the character. They absolutely nailed it. And the line where he says, that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Just masterful stuff. Masterful stuff. Because what's hanging over the character of the Hulk throughout this movie and all of his wannabe teammates are aware of it is, hey, this Bruce Banner guy, right, he could snap at any moment and turn on us, just turn into the giant monster, be out of control. But to give Bruce more control than we have previously understood him to have, not complete control by any stretch of the imagination, but at least some control over when the Hulk emerges was... Was sheer brilliance because it also ties the Hulk to Bruce Banner. Like Bruce Banner is literally always angry. He's always upset. And so the Hulk, for as much as Bruce wants to separate himself as Bruce Banner from the Hulk as the monster, they might be a little more similar than Bruce has been willing to admit for a while. And that was just tremendous storytelling. Tremendous. It's peak Hulk.
0: It is. Him and Ragnarok. Yep. Hulk was good in Ragnarok but after that it's just kind of
1: Yeah I think when you look across the expanse of what we've had or not had of Hulk there is so much still after 10 years of Hulk being in the Avengers movie and since that time there's still so much untapped potential for that character. I th- so
0: much. It's just like they don't know what to do with him and yeah. partially it's because they don't have the full rights to him which I heard it, it might be getting back in 2023, which if that's the case, then we might actually get like legit Hulk. But like...
1: Which I don't think anybody who watches those movies, reads the comics, would be opposed to a reversion from the Professor Hulk back to your uh, classic, shall we say, Savage.
0: Dude, they brought Hulk. Professor Hulk in way too soon. There's not enough character progression for the Hulk to have Professor Hulk. Yeah, we still got him. We got ripped off from a Hulk Thanos rematch. <laughs> we did. Like, I get that you would, uni- would have enjoyed seeing that. You could have come up with a different way to bring everybody back. You did not need the Hulk to do the snap.
1: I still enjoyed it. I mean, it's I it's okay, it. but I'm it saying works. you could have it done works. that
0: without him being a professor.
1: True. I feel like. True. Maybe I'm crazy. Hey, it's okay. Anything else you wanted to highlight with how great Hulk was in the Avengers movie? No, because the rest of it just
0: makes me sad. Okay.
1: Okay, well, we don't want you being sad for too Cause, long. Because that's just like,
0: but he now he sucks.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't want you being sad for too long. Or do we? Or do we? We might, actually. Because here's the other thing we need to touch on. While there have been many awesome, worthwhile moments to call back to in movies past, there have also been just as many, if not more, just foolish, dumb, things that we've seen in superhero movies. And, Riley, how do you feel about Deadpool, not, of course, the solo movie, which is universally adored, but Deadpool in his first appearance in the cinematic, not quite classic, Wolverine Origins, also played by Ryan Reynolds? You
0: know, when... Like people who like that get shot and you bring up the experience and that bullet hole just hurts.
1: I've heard those stories. Fortunately, have never had to personally.
0: Yeah, that's what this feels like. Experience for me. that? Okay. Um, listen, I just want to come out on the record before we get into this. Um I was a Deadpool fan before Deadpool took off. I want that on record.
1: Even pre like Wolverine Origins?
0: Pre Wolverine Origins. That's fantastic. I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance on the PlayStation 2. By myself, sure. Beat the game. Yep. Found Deadpool in that game. I was like, "Oh, this guy seems kind of cool." I was like, "Oh, he's got a healing factor. That's dope." Mm. And then he started talking to the game. He's like, "Oh, my health flow I was like, "Breaking that Ooh. fourth wall." And I was like, "What is this? What is this?" And then I was like, "Oh, he's got guns and he can teleport." And he can stab people. I was like, this is fantastic. And I don't have to die. Like, I can just live forever. So that's what I did. So I was a Deadpool fan. So that was your intro since to Since Marvel Deadpool. Ultimate Alliance. Correct, yes. That's awesome. Yes. And I've been a fan ever since. And then I found out he's like coming to X Men Origins. I'm like, oh, Wade Man, Wilson. You're
1: getting hyped up. You're getting excited. And
0: like, Ryan Reynolds.
1: Great casting choice.
0: Cut, cuts a bullet in half. I'm Perfect. like, oh,
1: that's cool. Right two people die you don't know how that's possible hey that's sweet right it's not it's not possible it was ludicrous incredibly ludicrous <laughs> which is addressed scene. in Deadpool too.
0: but and then they're like yeah can't get him to shut up like, he's talking all the time he's hilarious I'm like this dude's awesome yep and then like I don't understand <laughs> the thought process and who is behind that design or that decision in general. Mm. But I see Deadpool mm-hmm. come back. Yep. From essentially the dead. Okay. Because I don't, was never really
1: explained. Right.
0: And also, like, yeah, Deadpool's dope, but he didn't have, like, the mutant stuff right away. And then they, like, make him, like, they give him Cyclops' eyeball guns. I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> couldn't think of his, the, the right words. Concussion blasts. Okay, they give him that and then they give him like nightcrawlers p- teleportation which I'm like his teleportation comes from the, the suit that he had you know but that's fine and then like they, they're like oh it looks like he found a way to shut you up because he sewed his mouth shut and I'm like well that's a stupid decision and then they did like the stupid like which didn't mutation didn't make
1: eyes any sense that they sewed his mouth shut
0: what no how's he supposed to eat for sustenance does this make any sense and then yeah he's like then the like the the eye things that came on like they're supposed to be like deadpool's mask and you're like right why and then his swords come out of his wrists like he's knock off wolverine and i'm like why no this whole thing is stupid no like seriously whoever made that decision is like my public enemy number one so god bless ryan reynolds he saved Deadpool. He did. Single-handedly saved the character, made him into what he is now, for on a movie perspective, not as a character perspective.
1: Like but. we've we've talked many times and will continue to about how movies have the ability to take liberties with the characters that they're drawing from the comics. And by liberties we mean, you know, just as liberties would suggest, changes, tweaks, what have you. And it's understandable when a change is made and you're watching the movie going, hey, this is different than what I expected based on what I knew from the comics, but this is a valid take on that character. Maybe it's not even an improvement necessarily in your eyes, but at least you can say, I see what they did here. Different, but still valid. This was neither of those things. This was neither a improvement On the character of Deadpool, nor did it make any flippin' sense.
0: It was the equivalent of the Seahawks not running Marshawn Lynch on the goal line to win the Super Bowl and instead Scythe throw it on third down and get picked off by Malcolm Butler. That was the equivalent. Like what Seahawks fans felt in that moment during that game is what I felt like when they brought him back on screen and I'm like, what is happening? And it just kept getting worse and worse. And then you wanted to burn the whole. It almost ruins the entire movie. Like it was solid, like it was okay,
1: and then that completely like derailed you know, it. That that movie that might be worth going back and rewatching is doing an entire podcast on that movie because there are some genuine strengths in that movie, but there are some serious lows. Like that is a fascinating, awesome. Like there, there's no middle ground. It's either some fantastic pieces or just devastatingly dumb. Just poor. Just poor. Like the, all over the, the place. The
0: opening sequence with Wolverine and Sabretooth yep. going through the different wards.
1: It was great. Dope. It's great. Dope. Yeah. Wolverine coming the out. casting of a- choice was great with Liev Schrieber as oh, Sabretooth. Correct.
0: Right. Fantastic. Yeah. Wolverine taking down a helicopter? Sick. And then that, that was about it. <laughs> The guy who was cast as Gambit was cool. I wish they would have done more with him.
1: Yeah. Okay. There you go. So there's our dumb thing from a previous movie. Deadpool in uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. God bless Ryan Reynolds. Sorry, fella. The only
0: reason he did that was because he literally fell on a grenade. Because he's like, this is the only chance Like, I'm going to be able to be Deadpool in another movie is if I take it now.
1: You know what? Pretty... Remarkable that he resurrected and redeemed that character. Pretty remarkable. Yeah, 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 all good things. Okay, I want to talk a little She-Hulk. Now, you need to tell me, you say you want to stay spoiler-free. Are you still holding out for no spoilers? And follow-up question, are you still holding out until the entire show has been released on Disney Plus before you dive in here? How many episodes? There have been three thus far. Third one released just this Out AM. of how many? Uh, I believe we've said twelve. So we're looking at.
0: Shoot. Now I'll probably jump in here yeah. pretty soon. Yeah,
1: you will. I'm kind of. I'll be honest. I've been
0: kind of waiting on Daredevil.
1: Okay. Okay. How are you going to find out when Daredevil shows up if you're uh, avoiding spoilers?
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I might just. I might just
1: be diving in. You might just. You might just be diving in. I'll. I'll try and keep it. That's fair. For right now, I'll try and keep it relatively spoiler-free. And for those of you listening and watching. Part of what I'll be cranking out on a regular basis is instant reaction videos. They'll be relatively brief. They'll be spoiler-full, not spoiler-free, after new episodes of She-Hulk have been released each Thursday. So keep your eyes open for those bad boys. So three episodes in so far. I think, for me, I've, I've caught the vibe. I've enjoyed it. It hasn't been anything spectacular, but my expectations... Going into it, we we both discussed, hey, we're here predominantly looking forward to the other characters that are going to be in this show, right? right? And there's been plenty of that so far through three episodes. And I have this other thought, too, during this morning's episode of, you know, that's actually not a, I think I had been saying that as a negative critique Against the character of She Hulk, like, why should I care about this show? But the more that I think about it, the more that I'm coming to realize that most of these characters need so many other characters around them to gain enough value to be able to tell a worthwhile story. There's some that are strong enough, that are rich enough in their own, you know, within their own character that they don't need as many or as wide of a range of supporting or additional characters to make them interesting. But I think it's savvy. I think it's wise that so far the She-Hulk show is bringing in a lot of, uh, just a lot of other characters in the wider MCU. And to their credit, I think they're doing a good job of Calling back into the past. You already know, of course, that Abomination is in the show from the trailer. So that's not a spoiler. So that's a deep callback to the past of the MCU. They're hitting things in the present and also setting up characters for the future. I think that's great. So that's been a real strength of the show. Um, The CGI, I'm having a hard time not getting bugged by it. It just doesn't look, to me, as sharp as it should which I think is a bummer. Because I think the overall design of the She-Hulk character, like they've ripped that straight out of the comic pages, that's great. Um, I think the actress that's playing She-Hulk, and I I need to look her up, you guys, because I'm going to just brutally, brutally butcher her name. Because it is unique, which is great, but I can't possibly recall it. Okay. Tatiana Mazlani. I
0: was going to guess the first name. I thought it was yeah. something like that.
1: Okay. Well, good on you. I wasn't going to be able to guess that. So, Tatiana Mazlani. I'll okay. practice that. She's been good. She's been really solid. I think a good fit for the character. It's a challenge, right? When a certain portion of the time you're you in your own human skin, the other portion of the time you're playing the CGI version of the character. Uh, I think she's been terrific in both versions of the character. Um, There's been times where the show has just started to almost veer off the path of, oh, we're getting into some agenda territory. And so far, it's self-corrected. It's stayed on the path. I hope that continues. Let me just be clear. I don't watch these shows or these movies for anybody's flipping agenda. Anybody's. I don't want that. I watch it to see heroes and heroines do hero things do incredible, unbelievable things, show off great feats of strength, superpowers, extraordinary abilities, and do all the good old-fashioned superhero sacrifice stuff that we know and love. That's what I'm here for. I like fights. So, (laughs) Riley likes the fights. I do. Keep the agendas to yourself, please. Violence. Please. And Riley's here for the violence. Yes. Yes. So there have, been, there have been plenty of strengths within that show. Now, the fourth wall, we touched on that a little bit with Deadpool. That's sprinkled in here. I don't feel like they found a very good rhythm with that yet. It feels awkward to me when we get a little fourth wall of She-Hulk. Maybe they need to do it more. I don't know, but I'm also not asking for that. So Sorry, nobody
0: does better than Deadpool.
1: Yeah, yeah, Deadpool's kind of... We've been spoiled. He's Dead, the king there.
0: Deadpool... King of Kings yep hopes of that
1: So you're gonna really enjoy once you get into it you're gonna enjoy I think what they've shown of Abomination up to this point. obviously Daredevil's still hanging out there at some you know at some stage oh, I want. Uh, but I like that in three episodes they've been they've been full of a lot of a lot of worthwhile MCU characters. So I'm hopeful I, I'm not again my hopes aren't getting extraordinarily high I do hope they bring Daredevil and Charlie Cox into this as soon as possible. Because the more that we can get of our guy, Matt Murdock, the better. But up to this point, I think the show is off to a really good start. So looking forward to seeing more. Looking forward to additional shows coming out in the very near future. The Lord of the Rings show is kicking off very soon. Andor is coming out. So we're in a very brief downturn of content. But the upturn is what's coming. It's going to be thick.
0: I know. I might start House of Dragons. Ooh. That looks good, too. Sure. Game of Thrones, pretty sure. cool. Yep, you're a big
1: um, uh, GOT guy. I am, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yep. <laughs> that's all I got. That's, I heard it's good. That's <laughs> all that I know.
1: Uh, it's been coming through for you. So, that's what I got on She-Hulk. When do you think you're going to dive in? How much longer are you going to hold out? <sighs> I don't
0: know. Probably start soon, I guess. Yep. i going to have to start soon. Okay. I don't think I'm going to have a choice. I think I'm going to have to just...
1: Watch and see what I think. You're just going to have to do it. Right. You're just going to have to do it. Yep. Yep. Okay. I think it's time, Riles, for a classic JP and the Beans Top 5. Top 5. That's what we're here for. That is what
0: we're
1: here for. Top 5. All right. So this episode's Top 5 are our Top 5 Batman Villains with One major caveat, to add some, as you mentioned earlier, flavor, spice, salt, pepper, butter to the proceedings, we are explicitly denying each other the ability to add the Joker to our list. Because we know he'd be number one. He's the clear number one. Not even close. That would really spoil and rob this list making process. Of any true energy, originality. So we're making it a little bit more challenging on ourselves. No joker. Yes. So who you got? Top five. Riley, you go first. Who is your fifth I gonna say, best Batman villain? Pull and are there any particular off. criteria that you considered as you contemplated top five Batman villains?
0: I strictly went off of badassery.
1: That's it. That's a heck of a criteria right there. (laughs) My criteria is is, who do
0: I think is badass? So, my top five is more badass than just, like, relevant to the Batman character. So, if you're thinking, oh my gosh, you picked that guy, he's, like, way better uh adversary to the batman like i don't care okay this is not what this list is this is is my my top five batman villains based off of i love it badassery love it okay okay number five
1: yes now
0: this was the most difficult spot for me as well Mm. because you i know you said you
1: were struggling
0: on 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 the border on the fence yep so
1: um i was between mr freeze sure because his backstory is actually really good. He does have an outstanding villain backstory. But, Tragic. Full of the good old-fashioned villainous tragedy. Right. But
0: I ended up picking Hush. Huh. Okay. okay. Because of his... I, I know I went off, I said earlier that it was bad after he, but his history with mm-hmm. Batman is actually really fascinating. Right. And the fact that he's pretty much just an insane Bruce Wayne. Love it. Like... He actually pushed Batman to the edge. Yep. And it was great. It's yep. a great story.
1: Okay. That's fantastic. That's all I got. That's fantastic. My number five is Bane. And listen, Bane could be higher. Tell me he's not even on your list. I forgot about Bane. <laughs> Bane should be my number five. That's
0: great. That's great. Oh, that's really sad. That's okay. Bane should definitely be five. Okay, okay. go ahead. That's all right. You you lean into that hush. You, that you, dude you, broke you put it the Batman, and I put bat. hush over him. He
1: broke the bat. What is
0: happening? Like, there's always one, Jordan. Yeah. There's always one. Yeah. Every top five list we've done so far, I, know. I always miss You're one. Like, that guy.
1: That guy. Like, How would I miss of that a one? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry, interrupted. I'm there. having I'm having a crisis. Bane is a. I think one of a villain that has a relatively safe or high floor, but a really low ceiling. What I mean by that is he belongs in that top category of Batman villains, but he's nowhere near the top one or two marks, in my opinion, because he is almost explicitly a physical, just a physical adversary for Batman. Like I know there's been times in the comics where they've tried to give him a little more a little more smart. juice in the noggin, a little more smarts, But that that's fine to a certain point, but the reality is this guy is here just to break things, which he did successfully of the Batman. I think his portrayal in The Dark Knight Rises is terrific. So I'm using a little movie flavor here to influence my line of thinking. But even in the comics, he is a terrific adversary for Batman. But there's, there's a limit to it. He's an absolutely top five Batman villain in my mind. But I think five is the exact right place for him to live and be. So number five, Bane. Would you like to go with your number four? Would you like me to go with my number four? And we boomerang around this son of a gun. it's up it to you? Let me go. I can tell you need a little moment to gather yourself. <laughs> go ahead. You You gather. For me, number four is The Riddler. So, very much the antithesis of the character I just brought up, Bane Riddler has just about nothing to offer in terms of physical problems that he can give Batman. But Jordan, he has a cane. Yeah, he's got the cane. It's a pretty cool cane. He's got has you know what? a question mark. The design on the top. is fantastic until you start thinking isn't that just a shepherd's crook? And yes it is, but also, Boba Fett used the Shepherd's crook and, and, it the and it worked out really well. So, okay, you know what? Come back to it. The Riddler, good for you. You've you rock that Shepherd's crook slash question mark Kane. Good for you. And sideburns. And, and he has some robust killer sideburns. sideburns. Yep. And the just straight up goofiest goofiest super suit, shall we say, that a that a villain could possibly have. Um, what I r- most enjoyed with the Riddler in the comics there there's been a couple storylines. one he plays a part in the long halloween and dark victory storyline uh very much as a just just a wimpy version of the character like not a not a threat at all and it's a lot of fun watching batman match wits with the riddler the version of the riddler that i enjoyed the most was actually in the new 52 the scott snyder yes jim carrey Mm, jim he's in third. Uh, Hilarious, but he's in third. Uh, The Scott Snyder run, that version of the Riddler is formidable. And again, not necessarily from a physical sense, but purely from the sheer, just mental fortitude that that dude has. He takes down Gotham City entirely, almost completely takes down Batman. Very much a worthwhile villain. And that storyline with the Riddler stretches over so many episodes, it's it's fantastic. So the Riddler, great villain, number four for okay. me. Number I'm four.
0: literally gonna get massacred for not having Bane on here, and then having this guy on here. Instead. Let's see what you got. Number four, I have Clayface. You're a
1: joke, <laughs> <laughs> dude. No, that's great. Clayface is just terrific.
0: Clayface is one of those Batman villains that has so much potential, and I feel like mm. has just been underutilized.
1: Right, he hasn't even been misused. He, he just
0: hasn't been right. used. Like, they tried him as being a part of, like, the Batman team for a little bit, yeah, I know. that was pretty recent. Right, yep. and then, but, like, this dude is a mixture of Sandman and the Chameleon, and you guys haven't figured out a good storyline for this guy? Right. Like, if you actually made him semi-smart instead of just a monster, like, there's so much potential there. Agreed. His power sets sick agreed that's all i got yeah and i i like the idea of him being a failed actor like so he's it's just like
1: crime it's that's such, the next best bet it's such a such a goofy origin it's maybe that's what's holding him back is his origin is just <laughs> no that makes it's it, hard to get that's excited the about the best
0: part because that's why he tries to be other people is because he couldn't make it as an actor so he has to show them that he mm, can play this other emotional roles. trauma just right. flowing right. right out of him <laughs> right actually that well, one of the three i think there's like three or four clay faces. In the comics. Oh, dear. Yeah, so. I Clay love phase. love
1: his role in Hush. That was really well utilized. Yes, it was. Yeah. And
0: my point. She's got to use him Barry more. he's just like. Yeah, she's got to use him more. Being used. Yep. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, he can do better.
0: Right. He can do better. All right. so Good pick. Who's your number three? Number three, I, I have the Riddler. There you For go. For the same reasons that you have. That's great. Because he challenges Batman. Like, Bane is his physical match. Mm. And. Yeah. Riddler is his mental match. That's fair. Like I don't think anyone else is going to challenge Batman on an intellectual
1: level mm-hmm. quite like the Riddler. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's great. It's great. Love that. All mm-hmm. right. Good pick for your number three. My number three is Two-Face. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not yeah. even on my list. I've got Two-Face up there, and this has a lot to do with how he's utilized in the Long Halloween and in the dark knight in that movie and in that comic he is so well utilized because he has a pre-existing relationship as harvey dent prior to being turned into two-face with batman which makes his turn from harvey into two-face that much more devastating because he was an ally and he was a friend. To Bruce Wayne, to Batman, and for him to get twisted from ally to villain. There's no other Batman character or Batman villain that fits that particular category. All the other villains have always been in their villain lane, so to speak. But Two Face has that unique tie to Batman's history of former friend and ally, and that is such a big part of what makes him such a formidable villain because. It draws or really tugs at Batman's desire to, yes, vanquish evil, but also challenges him from the perspective of, can you rehabilitate some of these villains? Can you do more than just crush them? Can you bring them back out of that pit? So, Two-Face, my number three. All right. Number two, The Court of Owls. We've talked about the Court of Owls a ton on this podcast. Can't talk about them too much, I don't think. They're an incredibly fresh and relatively new take on a Batman villain, but they are a combination or almost an amalgamation of all these other villains where they occasionally get the better of Batman mentally, physically, even emotionally messing with him. I couldn't enjoy The Court of Owls as a Batman villain enough. So that's my number two. How about you, Riles? That's also my number yes! two. Yes!
0: I thought that was going to be your number one. So I was kind of surprised. Now I'm wondering what your number one is. But they're behind the scenes in oh. the background. Oh. Even hiding underneath the Batman's nose. Rascals. Is what's incredible. Just rascals. The Court of Owls. Yeah. Jeez, what's your number one? Ah, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hmm You got to go first. You got to reveal your number one first. I know. My number one, the leader of the League of Assassins. Ah, nice choice. Nice choice. And the demon's head, Ra's al Ghul. Let's go. Because we were talking about... Great pick. He's not even on my list. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, see, uh, we were talking about, like, intelligence. That's, you know, that's what uh, Riddler brings to the table. Bane brings a physical presence. Ra's al Ghul, as a strategist, as a whole, probably... Competes with all of his villains, if not surpasses them and by a large margin. surpasses him
1: in just sheer resources.
0: Right. The dude is rich. Um, the the effects that the Lazarus Pit has had in Bat, the Batman mythos as a whole is huge. Yep. Ra's has seen a lot of things, done a lot of things, you know? He's the grandfather to Damian
1: Wayne. Like,
0: right. Ra's is that guy.
1: There's a and ton he, of ties in there.
0: He can hold his own. Mm-hmm. Master with the sword, ain't afraid to kill somebody. It's great.
1: It's fantastic. He's not even afraid to die because nope. he's got the Lazarus. Because he that's knows part of what makes him so terrifying is he's just incredibly reckless. Incredibly reckless. And he trained Batman. Yep. Which is dope. Yep. And he played by Liam Neeson, even cooler. Wow. Ray Shawgul, number yeah. one. Love that. That's a great number one pick. That that'll be the one that I'm going. I should have had him on my list because that's just a great pick. Okay, for me. Going a little bit off of the traditional path here, but I did tease this a little bit with bringing this comic. I'm chicken. The Batman Who Laughs from the outstanding death metal comic series from not that long ago, within the last five years or so. And this, I could be accused, if there were to be a rules committee I could be accused of cheating here. This is border. I could be accused this of cheating here. definitely border. Here. Yeah, yeah. So is this, uh, have I. That, that's have what I, I thought take, about. Have I taken HGH? Have I, you know, am I hitting 60 homers with the juice flowing through my veins? Hey, he definitely popped up in my head. I'm like, I feel like he's yep. too close. I didn't think twice about it. I'm like, ah, I'm just in. There's, there's very little hesitation.
0: Just and here I was hoping for Condiment King to be there. Pure
1: skull-dudgery. Listen, the Batman who laughs is a he's a borderline I'll admit that 100% because he is a blend of Bruce Wayne and the Joker or now he's more he's more Bruce Wayne he's more Batman than the Joker but he is very much what would happen to Batman if he killed the Joker and essentially turned into the Joker went nuts akin to the Joker uh it's a terrifying concept it's exceptionally well executed and listen if you have never if if you've never read the death metal storyline do yourself a favor and do that but if you're going too much for me okay fine do a one off grab dark knights metal in this book is the origin for the eight different batman dark batman that show up in that storyline they're all given outstanding origins but the Batman who laughs, his origin is just oh, shivers. It is exactly what it should be, terrifying, exceptionally well drawn out. And that, to me, is the number one Batman villain because Batman has to combat the embodiment of what would happen if he went down the darkest possible path. Which, as we've mentioned, with the Joker is always right there in front of him if he would just break that one rule.
0: Right.
1: So, there's my number one. There we go. Fortunately, there is no rules committee, so I cannot be disqualified.
0: Top five Batman villains, excluding
1: the Joker. Excluding the Joker. The OG. The number one. Riles, I think that takes us to the end of our pod. Dang. What a glorious pod it has been. This is, this is yeah. This is a quick one. It is a quick one. One of our quickest ones. You know what? It's okay. We need to keep getting rest. We need to keep recuperating and keep cranking out extraordinary content. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. But, uh, anything else you want to say to the good people? Oh, yeah. And I like how our shortest one is still just a shade under an hour.
0: Well, our goal is always an hour at the least. We're just
1: generous, generous people. We are
0: very generous. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, oh, yeah. What do we, what do we, how do I want to, hmm. just be on the lookout. Be on we're the lookout. Cranking
1: out some fresh stuff. Be on the lookouts on the YouTubes, on the TikToks. If you're following Riles, we're, Committed to you guys, as you are committed to us, and we're looking forward to expanding the JP and Beans Talk world with additional content throughout the weeks in between pods, culminating, of course, in great pods once every two weeks.
0: Yes, we want to stay relevant in your noggins. Mm. That's what we want to do. So we've created a very flexible release schedule of some certain things that we're going to try. Yeah. No Co- spoilers though. Couple new things. No no, no 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 spoilers. spoilers. No, no, no spoilers. spoilers. Couple new things. Couple yep. old things. And yes. Whole lot of fresh. It's gonna be right. Brilliant. And as always, we're on YouTube, JP yes. the Beanstalk. Yes. We are on TikTok, Magic Beans Productions. Get there. We are on I mean you're listening to us, so you figured that part out. Yep. Um and then if you love hearing my voice, as always, and you want to hear it in a less appropriate setting. Hmm.
1: Enhancing that rating. Yeah. Going from a set that this pin up is, this on is probably, Disney Plus because now you're watching the old Daredevil yes, show. Yes, this is
0: probably PG-13. There you go. That that's a hard R. Hello. Just for language. But There you go. There there you have it. Love so, it. love it. On that note, Godspeed. Peace.